We're giving you more than just the 411. This is the Harrisburg 412 podcast. Coming to you from Southern Sioux Falls and Harrisburg, South Dakota. It is February, and that means it's National CTE Month. CTE stands for Career and Technical Education. And throughout the month, we'll be highlighting some of our CTSOs, or Career and Technical Student Organizations. And who better to conduct an interview about CTSOs than our own Mrs. Brianne Lynch, CTE Coordinator for the Harrisburg School District. Mrs. Lynch is going to introduce our first CTSO for the month, HOSA. HOSA is the Health Occupations Students of America organization here at Harrisburg High School. Mrs. Lynch? Well, welcome, HOSA. It's nice to have you today. We're going to focus on different career and technical student organizations as a way to celebrate CTE Month at Harrisburg High School. So thanks for being here today. Thank you very much. Thank you. All right. So we're going to just start with the students and your offices. So um, just again, briefly, your name, your office, and maybe what your favorite part of HOSA is. I'm Allie. I'm a co-president of HOSA. I'm a senior. I really like the Science Saturdays for HOSA. You get to interact with the community and mostly elementary school students, and you can plan a lab experiment, and we mostly relate it to the holidays or the time of year. So December, we did a Christmas theme, and we just plan experiments, and we're able to teach the kids, and it's really fun to see them learn and excited about science. Yeah, I was super lucky. My daughter is the age group that gets to come to Science Saturday, so she got to come with her little friend for the Halloween-themed Science Saturday, which was awesome. So... Can I ask what a project is that you might do on a Science Saturday? Yeah. So for Christmas theme, this year, my group, we did, I was actually with Sierra. She was in my group. And we did snow globes in a jar. So we took paint and sparkles and some, I don't remember what else it was. Yeah. Elka-Seltzer paint and baby oil. Then we mixed them in a jar and put like paint and sparkles and made it look like a snow globe. And the science part of that, Mr. Cook, is? So you're creating gas from the Alka-Seltzer and that those bubbles rise and they displace the paint because the paint doesn't mix with the oil. And so as a result, you kind of get a lava lamp effect. <laughs> oh, lava lamps are really cool for elementary kids. That's yeah. neat. Or adults. Or adults. Yeah, whichever one <laughs> works. Um, Sierra, can you tell us your name, office, and then maybe your favorite part of HOSA? Yeah, so my name's Sierra Stiff. I'm the other co-president. I'm a 12th grader here at Harrisburg, and my favorite part of HOSA in general would probably be the state conference. I just love being able to compete, try different events. A lot of kids really, really enjoy it. What is the best event you've been a part of at State HOSA? Um, I've really enjoyed the medical, it's medical innovation. So essentially you create something that would be useful in the medical field and it actually gets like recognized and noticed. And like, there's been some people that have proposed ideas just all around the country for the same event that have actually gone and like helped and been like created and like in established into like the medical field. That's awesome. So giving you a real life outlet to solve some current medical issues. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Um, what would you say would be the greatest benefit to being a member of HOSA? And then what would you say to students that maybe are interested but haven't joined yet? 
I'd say anyone interested in healthcare, HOSA is a really good option for them. It's not a big time commitment. It's just about one meeting a month in the morning for any members that are non-officers. And we have speakers come in that are actually in healthcare. And it's just really cool to be able to see and experience different parts of healthcare. And it's really helped me in narrowing down what I want to do when I'm older and just being able to meet new friends and learn new things about healthcare and medicine. Yeah, I'd say um, one of the big, like, biggest parts about HOSA is that, like, even though you might not know what you want to do, like, it does help you narrow down your options because you are listening to all these different health professions. We get to hear about a bunch of different things that we don't even know would be in the medical field. It's crazy to see how much we learn in a year, um, but it really helps us narrow down our decisions and it helps people build friends. A lot of great friendships come from HOSA, um, just being able to work on a team and start projects. And it's a really good opportunity. Yeah. Sounds like a really good place for learners that are interested in coming in, just maybe have that healthcare interest or bug or maybe really like science, but haven't really found out where they fit yet. Yeah. Even if you don't necessarily want to go into healthcare or aren't very big into it, if it's something that you're interested in, HOSA is still a great way to learn more about it. And you don't need to be that serious with it. You can just meet new friends and new people. Mr. Cook, what do you think the benefits are um, as the advisor role? Uh, looking at, you know, so we have uh, about 120 students in HOSA. Uh, probably about 110 of those will compete at our state conference this year. Uh, so really, my I shouldn't be called the advisor. I should be the cat wrangler because it's a lot of kids. Um, but looking at uh, kids kind of going through, uh, students going through the process of being in HOSA, um, they do explore a lot of health careers. And we have a lot of kids come in thinking they want to do something in healthcare, And, and a, a lot of them actually decide, you know, patient care maybe is, is actually not what I want to do. Um, or, or some decide they really do enjoy it and they really do enjoy working with people. So a big part, I think, is helping students to discern whether they enjoy health careers. And that's uh, you know, uh, our Science Saturdays are a great example of of what interacting with different populations looks like um, and building those those leadership and critical thinking skills and having to plan. Uh, so giving students the opportunity to do that either through the state conference or through volunteer work, I think, has been big. Um, helping students, again, discern whether they, they want to be in a health career, I think, has been a, a really uh, positive thing we see for lots of students. Um, and just building building confidence and uh, those those skills, uh, you know, in CTE, we try to build soft skills, uh, which are relevant not only to a specific career field, but to anything a student might do. And I think that's uh, like any uh, CTSO, what we do best is, is help students develop those leadership skills and those communication skills that are going to benefit them no matter what they decide to do in life. So you talked a little bit about like workplace and employability skills and soft skills, which I agree. And in my role, that's a huge part of what we do through the internship program and our K-12 career development. Can you talk a little bit about possible certifications a student may earn through the healthcare pathway in Harrisburg and maybe how that extends into HOSA? Sure. Yeah. So we've kind of got um, a couple different things we offer in terms of um, health careers here. We have the Project Lead the Way Biomedical Sciences Pathway, uh, which is a series of classes uh, where students can actually gain college credit through Augustana uh, as they learn about uh, you know, anatomy and physiology, forensic science, uh, uh, medical technology, and things like that. And that doesn't result necessarily in a um, industry certification, but does provide students with a, a picture of that upper-level learning and uh, a an idea of what uh, 
they would learn in college as they, as they go into a field like that. Uh, in addition to that, uh, students who are um, typically after their junior year or if they qualify for early college earlier than that, students can take um, a CNA class through Southeast Tech uh, here at Harrisburg High School. Uh, a trailer comes here, they, they attend a class uh, right here from on campus and over the course of a semester can get a CNA certification, uh, which would enable them to work uh, in a nursing home, on a hospital floor, um, serving patients and actually, actually getting to do that hands-on. Uh, many students after they are CNA certified will then choose to uh, do an internship through Harrisburg High School, whether, whether they complete a number of hours uh, actually at Sanford. They, they go through, they have a resume, they actually have to apply and get to do all of that. Um, and then actually will work with uh, work on a hospital floor at Sanford and actually get some hands-on patient care, uh, kind of in a more managed, uh, you know, uh, mentorship uh, environment, which is a really, really helpful experience, again, for discerning, is healthcare something I want to spend four years of college learning about, or or should I do something else, which is huge. And all the while, they can be a member of HOSA while they're doing these things as well. Correct. And and through HOSA, we there's all sorts of career exploration we do. We uh, This year, we've taken kids to USD once, to Sanford once, and we're actually going back for two other uh, two other experiences through Sanford um, at USD where they we do some health career exploration. Uh, students get to learn what a health science pathway uh, at a university in South Dakota looks like. And then they get to do some hands-on things. They get to you know go to the simulation lab and um, diagnose some patients. We get to tour the cadaver lab uh, and do some of those things as well, which which again, for for a student looking at healthcare, getting to see those things and know what they're signing up for, is a huge, huge benefit, both for exciting and motivating students, um, and just for for giving them a full picture of what it is a career in healthcare looks like. You've both spoken a little bit about the state conference. Do you want to talk a little bit more about those experiential trips that Mr. Cook just shared? Sure. Last year, I went to USD for one of the tours of the medical school and of USD. And then we were also able to learn a few things. Like we learned how to give shots, not to real people. We did like <laughs> fake skin. Thank goodness. And we learned sutures. And I remember we went down to the basement level and we were able to look at their like simulated patients, which not every medical school has. So it was really cool to be able to see that as a high school student. And we also, there's more to healthcare than just patient interaction. We also looked at their labs and we did stuff with blood typing, which was cool. And it was just really cool to see how all the different aspects of healthcare can merge together and they work together to help real life patients after you get your education. Yeah, like at that same USD trip, um, when we did go to the basement, I know I was there a couple of years back and we just tested the germs on our phone. And that was huge for me, like realizing how much you touch your phone and how gross it is, just like being able to find the bacteria off that. And that might not necessarily be like exactly healthcare, but just like talking about those germs and seeing like what comes off of your body. It's just it's eye opening just for everyday life. Yeah, this is a podcast, so you can't see our face, but I am ugh, gross, right? Germs on your phone. And I have smaller kids still. And so it is healthcare because little kids put everything in their mouth. It is true. And they are sick 
from, if you're lucky, October through April. And then you get like this sweet spot that they call summer and they're not sick. So if we can work on the germ factor anytime, I think that's important for healthcare, especially people that have children. So that's really cool. Um, you talked a little bit about uh, your Science Saturdays and those types of things. And I know HOSA has done some community service and impact projects. Um, do you have any that you'd like to share with us? I can talk a little bit about those. Uh, so yeah, Science Saturdays, again, are, are a big way we do that, uh, trying to uh, engage uh, our elementary students uh, in the process of learning about science. Um, and then uh, funds that we raise from things like that or from um, uh, we'll do fundraisers at, uh, at the school and things like that. Um, we'll use to support uh, different organizations. So every year HOSA has um, a national service project. So someone that we sponsor um, and, and uh, different HOSA chapters try to raise money towards that. So uh, we'll donate money to organizations like Be The Match uh, is our current, uh, our current national service project. Uh, and then other things that we'll do um, typically during uh, CTE month, all the CTSOs will put on a service opportunity. So uh, students from HOSA will go and serve at the banquet and things like that as well. Uh, and then, you know, trying to th think about things more relevant to healthcare. I mean, it is, it's difficult to, to get in and volunteer in a healthcare setting. There's, especially with 120 students. Um, so some things that we do, um, Child's Voice is an organization at Sanford that provides medical evaluations to um, children that um, are being placed in the foster care system, so have just been removed from their home. Uh, and so every year during HOSA week, which is in November, uh, we hold an event where we actually we make tie blankets that we take uh, to Child's Voice. So every, every ch uh, student or child that goes to child's voice uh, gets a tie blanket as as something they can have that's theirs because they're experiencing a lot of difficult transition. Um, and then another thing we do kind of in that uh, in that service realm, uh, we try and you know reach out to elderly populations around around the holidays, around things like Valentine's Day. Um, uh, typically, we'll talk to Good Sam um, and find a, a hospital that we could send, uh, or not a hospital, a nursing home that we could send cards to, uh, and and do something like that as well to uh, to kind of impact that community. But yeah, that um, in addition to that, for, as far as service goes, um, Allison Hutchinson, who is our coordinator through Sanford at Harrisburg High School, um, when we have students interested in doing more volunteer work uh, related to healthcare, Sanford has an excellent volunteer office um, that helps coordinate those sorts of things. So we've sent many students uh, to Allison to uh, get coordinated with that, um, which is kind of another thing that we do. Um, because it can be so difficult, uh, having a contact with Sanford and being able to uh, to set up those experiences for students has been hugely helpful as well. Because without somebody on the inside that understands uh, who to talk to, it can be it can be difficult to to contact the right people and make those connections. So we've been able to help a lot of students individually as well. I think we've probably have at least 10 students currently that are volunteering uh, through Sanford in some capacity and, and several more that are in the process of signing up. Yeah, so 10 student volunteers probably at this current time. There's probably a good 20, I would say, throughout the school year. Would that be accurate, Mr. Yeah. Cook? If not more. And then I know there's quite a few in the summer as well. Right. Students yeah. like to do that as part of a senior project or those types of things. And then if you piggyback the internship program onto that, Harrisburg High School has the largest student population of um, healthcare interns in our area. So, yeah, shout out to Allison. She's the real MVP, our connection to Sanford Health. She's amazing. Um, Mr. Cook, can you tell us a little bit about what your meetings look like when you invite in an industry professional? Yes. Uh, so uh, 
the way we invite an industry professional is uh, really depends on uh, sometimes kind of what happens to fall into our lap. Um, but really our goal whenever we're inviting somebody in is, is to give students an idea of a career field or a career path that maybe they hadn't really thought of before that they maybe hadn't been exposed to. Uh, so some examples um, this year of, of people we've brought in, uh, we were reached out to by Project First Line, which is a, a program funded by the CDC focused on infection control. So we had three infection control nurses come in and teach students about proper PPE and why it matters. And, and um, later this year, we have an OB nurse who's going to come in and talk about what it's like to live life on a labor and delivery floor, uh, which uh, should be very exciting for uh, students to learn about. We also this year had uh, Lieutenant General Ronald Place, uh, who was also our speaker for uh, NHS for Veterans Day. Um, but he was an, an Army flight surgeon for several decades and has been deployed. He, I can't even remember how many countries he said. It was like 40 or 50 countries he's been to. And he talked about what a career in, in the armed forces and healthcare would look like and uh, kind of gave some students information about that. Uh, for many of our meetings as well, um, the process of coordinating that speaker is what something our HOSA officers do. So they get the experience of um, how do I find a professional? How do I contact that professional, uh, communicate about what I'd want them to present? And just another opportunity for our officers to, to build those skills of, of communication and, um, and doing something that, in my opinion, a lot of adults would really struggle to do. So it's, it's an awesome experience for them as well, just to go through the process of communicating and coordinating uh, those events uh, on their end. Uh, any other thank yous or shout outs that you would like to give? If there was somebody specifically you interacted with, you had a really great experience that expanded on your healthcare knowledge or a business or industry partner that you would like to recognize. I know Brock Rapps is like the leader of like South Dakota HOSA and he's been able to like help just advertise HOSA and get more kids involved. Like right now, Harrisburg is the biggest chapter and he really appreciates our 120 kids. He really appreciates Harrisburg's chapter being so big. Um, so shout out to him for getting this all started, kind of like bringing it from the ground up. I think it's been over like nine years now, but just HOSA continues to grow and grow and grow. And the state conference gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And students really, really enjoy the opportunities. That's awesome. So, yeah, you're right. HOSA continues to grow just as the healthcare pathway in education continues to grow. Um, the Association of Career and Technical Education, the South Dakota chapter, now has a division specifically for healthcare educators, which, as Mr. Cook will share, was kind of a struggle when there wasn't a specific division for people like you, right? Yeah, it was. There wasn't really a person to go to uh, with those uh, CTE uh those CTE questions and questions about our programs it was kind of ill-defined for several years. But yeah, it's been it's been nice to have a contact and to be to have somebody helping coordinate different events and opportunities for students. That's been huge for the last year. What things would you like to share? You know, why are you a member of HOSA? Why would you encourage, you know, a freshman that's maybe thinking about a healthcare pathway or somebody who just really loves bio? Why should I why should I join? I remember when we were in middle school, that is when they had some of the HOSA officers come and talk to us. And I never knew what HOSA was or anything or any of the clubs offered at the high school until they came. And it, HOSA was just a club that stood out to me. I always would, was interested in the medical field, but that's all I really knew. And I think having those people come and talk to us and 
get our interest at an early age was really helpful. So when I was a freshman, I was able to join and I really enjoyed going to the meetings and just experiencing more in healthcare. So I just stuck with it and I've really enjoyed it. Yeah, I'd say one of the biggest reasons to join HOSA is the breakfast food is really good in the morning. <laughs> no, it's true. But like our meetings are fun. Um, I think Allie and I are both a part of some other clubs, but just HOSA really stands out. Mr. Cook runs it very well. Um, it's very organized. The communication's 100% there. You meet some great friends and everyone's just like willing to work together. It's just a totally different environment. And you're going to do an internship this spring, right, Allie? Yes. Not medical related, but... That's all right. And I think that's good, right? Yeah. Not being in the medical field, having all this experience in HOSA, all these healthcare careers and, and experiences and courses underneath your belt, do something else for an internship your senior year. I think that's great. Keeping all of your options open. And we know there's so many transferable skills amongst the pathways. Yeah, for sure. Mr. Cook, what are you going to be when you grow up? I'm having a lot of fun as a host advisor, <laughs> so I'm not seeing anything changing too drastically right now. Good to know. Well, thanks for joining us. Um, as If you are interested in Harrisburg HOSA, if you have a learner or if you are a learner that would like to join, you can reach out to Mr. Cook or Sierra or Allie or just find us on the Harrisburg High School website, and there'll be a link below this podcast as well.